Hello, this is Pastor John, just reading the word. <coughs> Pardon me. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it's an inspired document, a living, breathing document. Written, Father, by men of God, inspired by Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for that inspiration. And I ask you to illuminate this word to us today that we might find purpose and we might find healing and we would be made whole through your word. And I love you and thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Paul's going to talk about his relationship with the Corinthians. So I look at Apollos, so look at Apollos and me as mere servants of Christ who have been put in charge of explaining God's mysteries. So the mysteries of God are going to be explained, and that's exciting. We should pay attention to that. Now, a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. As for me, it matters very little how I might be evaluated by you or by any human authority. I don't even trust my own judgment on this point. My conscience is clear, but that doesn't prove I'm right. It is the Lord himself who will examine me and decide. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> that is a powerful, powerful statement. Paul comes off a little bit in the beginning right there, sounding a little arrogant. And Paul has this air of arrogance about him, but I think it's his personality and it's necessary for him. Uh, it's necessary that he have this personality trait perhaps to express the word more meaningful. But many people, some people, a few, find Paul... Uh, arrogant. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5. So don't make judgments about me. So don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time. Powerful word. Don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time. Before the Lord returns, for he will bring us our darkest secrets to light and reveal our private motives. Then God will get Give each one whatever praise is due. I want God to give me praise. I do so much, and I need so much healing. 1 Corinthians 4, chapter 6. Dear brothers and sisters, I have used Apollo and myself to illustrate what I've been saying. If you pay attention to what I have quoted from the scripture, you won't be proud. You won't be proud of one of your leaders at the expense of another. For what gives you the right to make a judgment? What do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why brag about uh, as though it was not a gift? I will read it again. I'm having a little difficulty reading this morning. What do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast? as though it were not a gift. 
Verse 8. You think you already have everything you need? You think you are already rich? You have begun to reign in God's kingdom without us. I wish you really were reigning already, for then we would be reigning with you. Instead, I sometimes think God has put us apostles on display like prisoners of war at the end of a victor's parade, condemned to die. We have become a spectacle to the entire world, to people and angels alike. Our dedication to Christ makes us look like fools, but you claim to be so wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are so powerful. You are honored, but we are ridiculed. Even now we go hungry and thirsty, and we don't have enough clothes to keep us warm. We are often beaten and have no home. We work wearily with our own hands to earn our living. We bless those who curse us. We are patient with those who abuse us. We appeal gently when evil things are said about us, yet we are treated like the world's garbage, like everybody's trash, right up to this very moment. I am not writing these things to shame you, but to warn you as my beloved children. For even if you had 10,000 others to teach you about Christ, you have only one spiritual father. I became your father in Christ Jesus when I preached the good news to you. So I urge you to imitate me. That's why I have sent Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. He will remind you of how I follow Christ Jesus, just as I teach in all the churches wherever I go. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 18. Some of you have become arrogant, thinking I will not visit you again. But I will come, and soon, if the Lord lets me, and I will find out whether these arrogant people just give pretentious speeches or if they really have God's power. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. Eat that, folks. Eat this verse. Let me see if I can. Yeah, verse 20. It's hard to see anymore. Verse 20. Eat this up. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. Hallelujah. It isn't just reading the word. It isn't just talking as some talk or walking some walk. It is living by God's power. Folks, our miserable lives can be empowered by Holy Spirit. Which do you choose? Should I come with a rod to punish you or should I come with love and a gentle spirit? Hallelujah. Oh, Father God, you are so good. Your word is so good and so powerful. Your word gives us gentle instruction. And oh, Lord, I love you for this. I pray, oh, Lord, that just through this little podcast, perhaps there would be some uh, ability to speak into people's lives to... uh, illuminate the word to them 
to help them and me, O oh Lord, begin to live in the power of God. Lord, I thank you for your word. Give us a wonderful day, O oh Lord, I pray. And I ask this in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Till we uh, record again, have a blessed day.